Good morning. Welcome back to Soulful Insight. Today, let me share with you a story of a young boy by the name of Shimshon Stock, who just before his bar mitzvah went in for a private audience to the Lubavitcher Rebbe in Brooklyn, New York. The new Rebbe just ascended to the helm of leadership of the Lubavitch movement after his father-in-law's passing. And he met with this young boy who was an American boy. And he spoke to him about his preparations for the bar mitzvah. In the middle, the Rebbe said to him, are you a baseball fan? And the boy said, indeed, I am. And he said, which team are you a fan of, the Yankees or the Dodgers? And he said, the Dodgers. He said, does your father take you to the games? He says, sometimes. He says, how's the, how's the game? He said, well, recently we went, but it was disappointing because by the sixth inning, the Dodgers were losing nine to two, so we left. He said, did the players leave as well because they were losing? He said, no way. They can't leave in the middle of a game. He said, why not? So he started to explain to the Rebbe how the game works. And the Rebbe turned to him and said, ah, so now that's the difference between a player and a fan. A fan could always walk out if they don't like how the game is going. A player needs to stay and try to win until the game is over. And that's the lesson, he said, I want to teach you. can either be a fan or a player. In life and in Yiddishkeit, you got to be a player. Sometimes things are great, but you got to have skin in the game. Now, I'm sharing with you this story because actually in this week's Torah portion, which enumerates tens and tens of mitzvahs, God gives us the mitzvah of not charging interest to a fellow Jew. Now, if people didn't earn interest, they wouldn't lend money and the world wouldn't go around. So for the most part, interest is a permissible idea. But to a brother or a sister, to a fellow Jew, the Torah prohibits it. Now, what's interesting is that in the Middle Ages, when Christians forbade one another from lending interest on usury or with ribis, as it's called in Hebrew, they turned to the Jews and the Jews were forced to lend money to the non-Jews on interest. But because they were making such good returns on their interest, they were reluctant to give Jewish people loans because they couldn't charge them interest. So at that time, one of the famous, most prominent rabbis of its time, known as the Trumat Hadeshen, he instituted a workaround on this called the Heter Iska, which is a permissible contract which changes the manner of the loan. And actually today's banks in Israel use that as well. Not to bore you with all the details today, but it switches it somewhat of a loophole, if you will, just to inspire the Jews to feel the back end of why God gave us that mitzvah. And that is that we should feel that, that to a brother we could lend money to. But if it's backfiring and they're not lending because of that, so he switches it from a loan to becoming an investor or a partner, a profit-sharing partner. And in a way, you get the same return, but there's a big critical dif difference. Once you sign this document, even though there are workarounds to make it structured that it seemingly gives the same return as if it was a loan, it's an investment. What's the difference between a lender and an investor or a partner? You see, a lender doesn't want to know anything about the business. If I lend you money, I want my money back plus the return of interest. But an investor is a partner. He feels when the company goes down, feels when the company goes up. You have skin in the game. When God created this world, he was no lender. He didn't just lend us this world and give it to us and tell us, give me back my world when you're finished your journey down here in this world with a little bit of interest. But rather he said, I'm with you on this journey. I want you to be able to know that when you're down, I'm down. And when you're up, I'm up. Indeed, that is the way we should feel 
each and every day of our life, that God has skin in the game, and we have to have skin in the game as well because we're partners in creation. Don't be a lender. Don't just throw money at something, throw your time at something, and not feel what you're investing in. So many people send their kids to Jewish education, but it's like a loan. They just send it off and they just say, hopefully I'll get a good return on my money. Kids will come back and know what they need to know. Parents that invest in their child's education by learning what their children are learning, showing interest to what their children are learning, practicing at home what they children learn in Jewish education. That means having skin in the game. That if a child comes home and says, we should keep a little more kosher, at least in the home to start, absolutely, let's have skin in the game. Shabbat, let's celebrate Shabbat. Let's go to shul once in a while. Let's have Shabbat dinner at home and put, put aside some of the other things that distract us each and every day of our life. As we invest in relationships and we become, we have skin in the game, we become profit sharing, we feel the highs and we feel the lows, that's what makes a successful venture. So as Rosh Hashanah approaches, let's not be lenders. Let's be investors. Let's be partners. Partners with God because he's partners with us. Partners with our children, with our spouses. To have skin in the game. To be a player, not to be a fan. <laughs>